Every who down in Whoville liked good football a lot. But the Grinch up in Pittsburgh absolutely did not. The Grinch hated football, played in Acrisure, and not even a new OC could quite bring the cure. No matter the talent they had on the team, everyone everywhere knew they'd get creamed. They lost to the Niners, the Texans, and Jags, and even to that team that's the content of poop bags. But to their dismay, they reached lows that are new, and they lost to a QB the size of Cindy Lou Who. No matter the reasons of injury or rain, there's nothing that can quite satisfy this Steeler fan's pain. So for the Steelers of Pittsburgh, this loss has a toll. For all they'll find in their stockings is a fat lump of coal. For every who down in Whoville, the tall and the small knows this simple truth for all who play ball. When you take a team seriously, less than should have, you always find yourself getting kicked in the... Welcome to the 4th and Short Podcast. You're thinking it, and we're saying it. Here are your hosts, Jason and Matt. Yeah! That was one of the best cold opens of all time. Like, top two, not two. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Uh-huh. You really yep. are a heel. You're today, as cuddly as a cactus. So some context. I'm sitting in church doing what I'm supposed to be doing, paying attention, and I get, I'm getting texts from this fool saying, I've got cold open tomorrow. Apparently, this is what was going through his mind, was what you just heard. It's true. It's true. I'm not going to I'm not gonna uh, admit what part of it, I can't had come to my mind at that moment, but uh, let's just say it wasn't part of the beginning. So um, <laughs> anyway, welcome in everybody. It is week 13, lucky number 13 on this first weekend in December of the NFL season. And we've got a lot to talk about tonight, least of which is the worst showing I've seen on a football field from these Pittsburgh Steelers yet this season, which is saying something because I've had much to lament about. Um, And yet here we are. They lost to the Cardinals 24 to 10. They lost. Who's they, they, Jason? The Steelers. The Steelers. Without Matt Canada. Can you believe it? I Um, can believe it. Yeah. They lost Kenny Pickett for the probably the rest of the season. So what happened? Uh, ankle was ankle, right? I heard ankle. It was an ankle. No, it was a weird thing. play. He no, was so, diving. We like hit. we were on the goal line. He's mm-hmm. diving for a touchdown. And I thought it was a concussion. Like that's exactly what I thought it was. And he had to get helped off the field. It looked like he was walking fine, just, you know, woozy. But then it comes out later that it's an ankle. So he had ankle surgery today. So he's out, you know, at least three or four weeks. They're hoping he can come back by week 18. But, I mean, at this point, we got Mitch Trubisky coming in. So, you know. I love you know. me some Mitch Trubisky. Oh, 
I hate that guy. Hey, I haven't love had to Mitch use Trubisky. that in a while. I, I know you do. Hit. I know you do. I know you do. So anyway, here's that's where we are. Somehow they're still in the playoffs because the Browns suck too. But you know, it's not going to last much longer. Just put it that way. Your so, day was better uh, than mine, apparently, though. Oh, mine was was phenomenal. But we're not gonna we're not gonna get to that. Yeah, quite we're, yet. we're not we're, getting ahead of ourselves. We're gonna talk about some uh, some other games uh, first. Talk about uh, so I want I want to you're sitting here you know we're talking a little bit about Mitch Trubisky we're talking about Justin Fields you know we're talking about uh, all of these guys and I want to I want to read you a list of uh, I'll read you some lists of people okay I'm gonna read you every single quarterback taken in a draft okay okay. This is the 2020 NFL draft. All yes. quarterbacks taken in the first round. Okay. Joe Burrow. Yep. Pretty good. Tua Tunga Viola. Pretty good. Justin Herbert. Uh, well, except for yesterday, normally pretty good. No, yeah, normally pretty good. Jordan Love. Uh, like, pretty good the last couple of days. Well, pretty weeks. good the last couple of games. Oh, I'm sorry. He was not quite the first round, but Jalen Hurts. Uh, yeah, pretty good. These are pretty all good. people taken, all quarterbacks taken in the 2020 NFL draft. That is an insane list of quarterbacks from one draft, all of who are looking pretty darn good right now. Now, I want to fast forward one year, one measly year, and I want to read you a list of the quarterbacks taken in that in the in that draft. Trevor Lawrence, off to a decent start, right? Decent, decent all right, start. Here we go. Here we go. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Trey Lance. Oof. Justin Fields. Mac Oof. Jones. Woof. What a bunch of duds taken in that draft. I mean, you've you've literally got uh Trevor Lawrence, and that's pretty much it. Bunch of scrubs. Like, just like, what a terrible draft. You had one of the best. Quarterback drafts in recent mem- memory, followed by one of the worst in recent memory. Hey, they didn't Just play yesterday, but since you you talked about Fields and Mitch Trubisky, should we play the song? The Bears still suck. The Bears, the Bears still do still suck. suck. Okay, I, I'm, I'm not going to play more than that. But you know, okay. Well, I'm I'm leave that. We're we're gonna get to that. All right, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about games. Let's talk about games. Let's talk about games. Hey, but right, I know we weren't going to play. Can we? Can I just mention one thing? Because we're not going to talk about this game because there's literally nothing to talk about. But the yesterday, the Chargers beat the Patriots six to nothing. And I thought our game was bad. That game was was I don't I have no words to describe that game. I think but maybe this is Matt amazing Canada to me. Go to the the Patriots and help out their offense. I don't think that anything helps that offense. I mean, clearly Mac Jones is not the problem there because Bailey Zappi was just as bad. Um, but here's what I want to just point out for all of you that are betting people, the Patriots getting shut out, covered the spread. It's impressive. What the Patriots, I don't, I, the Patriots I, have a good defense and that's, they do have they a have. good defense. And that game was nasty. Every game. Well, the weather the was terrible. The weather was also terrible. Though. It was slick. Weather. It was disgusting. 
it was just a, a sloppy game all around. Brandon, if there's not a reason that you have yet to get rid of Brandon Staley, come on. That team, the Chargers, I just want to bust on the Chargers for a few seconds. And again, that team has talent, draft capital on both sides of the ball. And that they are. Come out of their ears. Yes, they are atrocious. And again, you can blame the weather. You can blame the Patriots' good defense. It's not that great this year. But that was just, it's just been one mess after another. Justin Herbert is going the wrong direction. Austin Eckler is a shell of what he was. Keenan Allen is literally the only thing that's consistent on that team, but he depends on his quarterback. So just, just awful. Get rid of Staley, please. Has, we, I, and I also want to say this, okay? The hashtag, the power of the hashtag, I'm going to let everybody know in the fourth and short kingdom that the power of the hashtag and the thoughts and dreams and wishes associated with that are still undefeated because I just want everybody to know that my opponent in fantasy football this week in our league, who also is a fan and a listener of this show, decided to wield that power against me, and man, did it work. <laughs> so take heart, ladies and gentlemen. If you have something that needs to happen, the hashtag is undefeated. So we're going hashtag Brandon Staley, fire Brandon Staley. All right, what you got? Well, let's say that Brandon Staley does get fired. Let's talk about another coach who is the rumor mill says is currently on the hot seat, who I think would actually be a good fit for that team after Brandon Staley leaves. And that is the Dallas Cowboys and coach Mike McCarthy. The current word on the street that I have been hearing that unnamed sources are telling me is that if he doesn't make a deep playoff run with the Cowboys, they're going to fire him and promote Dan Quinn. The original i think this was the og hashtag hashtag fire dan quinn if i do recall correctly the hashtag fire dan quinn is now turning into hashtag hire dan quinn as the head coach (sighs) if mccarthy gets fired for some reason which he should not be dak prescott is playing some of the best ball of his life right now if he gets fired the chargers would be an idiot not to pick him up i, I would agree could turn that they, you could turn that one around he's a good offensive coach and that's what they need right now they need somebody other than the trash that's currently there and can it kind of brings can that, we agree that on Pittsburgh this, this is... kind of down here mentality to uh, yeah here's the, here's the connection LA. between those two teams again the chargers and the and the cowboys so We've had issues over the last couple of years with just consistency on the Dallas offense. Their OC during that time just happened to be Kellen Moore, who is the current OC in Los Angeles. Do we we see a a connection here? I did not know that. Yes. So do we see a connection here that maybe needs to be addressed? Could so be, maybe we could need to be. start hashtag fire Kellen Moore. So we, need, so we need Kellen Moore to go to uh, the Patriots. Yes. There we go. We fixed it, everything. See, we just fixed everything. I love all these issues. All these teams. Anyway, well, the I Dallas Cowboys it. went ahead and they beat the uh, Seattle Seahawks on Thursday, right? Yeah. Yes. Because finally had a good Thursday game. Uh, they beat them a forty-one to thirty-five. DK Metcalf had the game of his entire career, so good for him. 
But uh, the Cowboys are still pulling out wins, albeit against teams 500 or below. They don't beat anybody above 500. We'll kind of see where that goes. But uh, either way, Dallas, I'm not going to take anything away from Dallas. I think Dallas looks uh, pretty good right now. So thoughts on thoughts on Dallas and uh, whether or not McCarthy can pull off this deep playoff run. I I think, I mean, okay, so nobody expects. Nobody expected that we'd get out of Seattle what we got out of them last night or Thursday night. I mean, 35 no, points I on did. that Dallas defense is a big deal. I mean, that's the most scored against them since the 49ers, I believe. And yeah, the 49ers put 42 on them. So they'd figured something out. And then Seattle came by, came down and smacked them. Now they play Philadelphia this week. So this is going to be a big litmus test on Sunday night in Dallas, which helps. Um, and then they have the Bills and the Dolphins and the Lions. The next okay, four okay, games okay. for Dallas. Well, hold on. Let, 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 me pump, let me pump the brakes right there. Let me pump the brakes before we go into all this detailed analysis. because I don't think it matters. Dallas is hands down going to win the the top seed for the the top wild card seed. Yes. They're going to be wild card team number one. May even take over. I don't think they're going to take over the division from the Eagles, but they have the potential to because they're sitting at. If they win this next Sunday, they do. Eagles, right? Eagles are at ten and three. Okay, so I'm I'm going somewhere with this. I don't think the Eagles are going to lose to Dallas. You can mark that down right now. I said it. Mark it down. Write it down. Jot it down. Put it in your phone. Remind me anything. (laughs) The Eagles are not going to lose to Dallas. They're going to beat Dallas. They are a better team than Dallas. All right, moving on. Dallas is currently the number one wildcard team which means they would play the worst divisional team do you know what the worst divisional team is the atlanta Atlanta falcons at (laughs) six and six they would crush the atlanta falcons it won't be close not even close we're talking like 41 to 12 or something like that that's what's going to happen if they play the, the Atlanta Falcons. So uh, it'll, that'll be the case no matter who they play out of the NFC South because that's that's who it's going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's either them or the them or the uh, Saints. It doesn't matter. They're going to crush them. So the, Bucks. the yeah, I, I've given up with the Bucks at this point. Although they're uh, five and seven, they're the a game out. You, I mean, look, I, they're terrible. I've given up so on everybody the Bucks. else. I've given up on that whole division. Okay. I don't care who wins that crap show. I I totally agree. Uh, here's the thing. I had a point and you derailed me and now I don't remember what that point is. Oh, uh, if they win the game, does that, is that do enough for McCarthy, 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 or does that not do enough for him? Cause you got one win. Winning and then let's say they play game. Yeah. They won one playoff game. If they don't go deeper than that, is he still get fired? Is his seat mm, warm? Maybe, man, maybe if I was a Cowboys fan, I feel like I would be very frustrated if you beat the Falcons and then got spanked by like the 49ers or Lions or Eagles or somebody like that. Yeah, I would agree. I probably. I mean, if you lose the second game, they stuck with stinking Jason Garrett forever. And then I feel like, well, wait, McCarthy took over for Jason Garrett, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. He's been there that long. Mm hmm. So what? Two or three years? Three years? He's been there in a hot minute. Huh. Weird. Time flies. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I guess maybe it would be time to to give uh, old McCarthy the the pink slip Steve and Hope. move him right out of the door. Yep. Yeah, I would. Because, I mean, at that point, again, 
you you're a team loaded with talent you know you and you've played you play well in the regular season every year i mean they're nine and three right now they're a game behind the eagles they could be in first place after this week if you lose you know if you don't make it to the championship game and i'm not saying that you know things can things things happen sure but i mean man you, you gotta at least compete you gotta at least be okay here's the thing they could lose the second game the divisional round game they cannot get blown out like it has to be competitive so if they're uh, playing san francisco if they, if or they Detroit, lay a stinker if they lay a stinker like they did if they lay a stinker the, yeah he gone the 49ers he gone. Yes. Last if year. they get blown out to the 49ers for a second time in this year, he gone. No questions asked. Although the 49ers are blowing everybody out right now. Yeah. That game yeah. against the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Dude, their first two drives, they had like negative six points. I swear the total oh, yeah. yardage at one point in the first quarter was negative six for the 49ers and like 106 for the, the Eagles. Purdy, it Purdy was looking like it was going to be a blowout. No completions in his first pa- four or five pass attempts. I thought, oh, this is over. And then he ends up with four touchdowns. He is currently leading the odds for NFL MVP. Dude, that's insane. Now, don't get me wrong. Wild. I like Brock Purdy. I like oh, him. I mean, what a absolutely. story. Absolutely. You going from Mr. Irrelevant to NFL yes. MVP? I mean, incredible. I Go hate the 49ers, it, but I would not mind that group winning a Super Bowl. And at this point, it looks like they're going to win the Super Bowl. Because I don't see anybody in the NFC. The only people with a chance to beat him in the NFC is the Eagles and they just shellacked them. They they've and, they shellacked both teams that may have a chance. I mean, maybe you put the Lions like on the outside of that group, but they shellacked the Eagles and they shellacked the the Cowboys. Both teams blew them out. Scored forty I feel like on the both Lions of them. though. The Lions can win against anybody, and they can also lose against anybody every single week. Yes, they're such I mean, a they had a uh, what a twenty one point lead yesterday and. Yeah, Almost 21. That up up to the 21 Saints? of the Saints. Yeah, and yeah. then they the Saints, they allowed the Saints to come roaring back. Just, if if Derek Carr I, doesn't go down with an injury, they might end up losing that game. Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't... I, I think this is a classic case of the, the, the Lions have no idea. They, they've never been... They have not had a good record like this since 1969. They don't know what to nice. do. They yeah, don't know what to do. Time. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're just like, I, I don't, I don't know. But this is uncharted territory. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with the Lions. They play such a a reckless, crazy style of football. And you saw it against Green Bay on Thanksgiving. When those plays don't go your way, you get beat by teams that have no business beating you. And then when those plays do go your way, you look like a genius. So they could walk into the playoffs and they could totally upset the 49ers or they could get just destroyed by the 49ers. They're a, they're a complete wild card. You kind of know how the other games are going to go, but I feel like once you're playing the Lions, you have no clue what's going to happen. Uh, no, I agree. Anyway. I agree. All right, looking good. 49ers looking good. That would be my bet and odds to win the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, Denver and their magnificent five-game win streak finally – Runs Over. into a team, yeah. Runs into a team that said no more, and the Houston Texans beat the Denver Broncos. Okay, for this game, Denver was still in it. They had a shot right at the end, but Russell mm-hmm. Wilson threw like three picks this game. Yep, it was not a not a good showing for Russell Wilson. Uh, 
Houston look, continues to look good. I think what, what did we say yes, okay, last week? We talked about uh, the three teams that we said. Uh, we'll, actually, let's save that until we get to the playoff picture. But we're gonna have to re re reanalyze that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans uh, still continue to look good, and I was talking to somebody the other day. It's hard not to root for this team right now. Oh, 100%. 100%. They just feel like a, 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 with D'Amico Ryan's their head coach and then uh, CJ mm-hmm. Stroud, they feel like a college team. Like they're just out there having fun and balling yep. out. It's yep. really hard not to be fans of what's going on with the Texans right now. I would so, agree with you. I thought that this game was important. I wanted to bring it up because this feels like it could have, well, I mean, it already does have significant playoff implications on who's going to come in in the wild card and even uh, the Texans' chances. Well, no, I guess the Jaguars are kind of running away with that. So anyway, yeah, I thought it was an interesting game. Uh, Your thoughts on this game? Yeah, no, I think it separates the Texans from the Broncos, if nothing else, in the wild card chase. So they're still on the outside looking in at the current moment, I believe. Um, but Both at the are. same time, it puts them in a, it's, I mean, it is an in-conference game. It was a win. They had, you know, the, the Texans, they have come back in a few games. They have not had as many where they've had to hold a team off from coming back. And this was one of them. And I think that's important because you got to do that in the playoffs. So I think this was a big deal for the Texans. Um, however, and, and they, I mean, geez, Nico Collins had 191 yards yesterday, but they lost Tank Dell for the season, which he's yeah, been a did. revelation this year for them. Great connection Maybe with Tank Stroud. Maybe Tank Dell is who I was thinking of. Is Tank Dell the guy whose ankle exploded? I thought it was, I was Pro- thinking it was Kenny Pickett, but no, I think it was Tank uh, Dell. Yeah, it was probably Tank Dell. Uh, he had a broken fibula, I believe, broken leg. So maybe uh, not. Somebody's ankle exploded. I don't know. There was a punter too, some point yesterday. That no, that was the that was uh, uh, the Colts punter. Yes, his, Colts his punter. That, that's not the one I was thinking of. Do you okay. see that though? What a wild game that was! It was they had like two blocked punts, two blocked punts. for touchdowns, yeah. and then they so they block a punt, return it for a touchdown. Very next play, they go for two. They throw a pick two. <laughs> like goes all the way back the other <laughs> way for two points. Like what in the world is going on? Those uh, two teams are just. I don't like, I love Gardner Minshew and Minshew mania all the way, but I don't know how that team keeps winning. I don't either. They're not good. No, they're not. They have Jonathan Taylor and that's pretty much it. Oh, he's done probably for the year. And Derrick Henry. Hey, we finally saw the hit yesterday that could knock Derrick Henry out of a game. Did you see the hit on Derrick Henry? I did not. No, you need to go find that hit. Because old Derrick Henry got somehow he got knocked airborne, got hit and spun around while he was in the air, hit his head on the ground and left with a concussion. It was no way wild. So that's how you knock Dude, out Derrick Henry. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't. No, it doesn't happen easily. It doesn't happen easily. Oh, uh, let me try it. We're in a live reaction to this here. Okay, here all right, go. you gotta watch it. Yeah, watching yep, it see? right now. So it says okay. huge hit on Derrick Henry. Snaps yeah, the ball, yeah, yeah. hands it Derrick Henry. I mean, that wasn't that bad. Oh, come on. Let's see it from the reverse angle. All right, so from the opposite angle, guy comes in. He gets the edge. Oh, okay, that was a bad hit. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Derrick Henry's, Derrick Henry's feet were kind of off the ground already. Like, he was trying yes, to weave around was. one guy, like, and then he, he got went smacked. Airborne. I, I guess I did. I, I misled. 
He did not get knocked airborne. He went airborne and got fake knocked news, while he was in Fake there. news. This is clickbait. We are a clickbait <laughs> show now. <laughs> Returning to our regular scheduled broadcast. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, anything else on the Texans and the... Uh... No, I don't think so. I think, I, think, I think once we get to the end of the year, Texans are going to be in the playoffs. As long as they continue to win, obviously. But they just... They want it more. They're smarter. D'Amico Ryans is smarter. They don't have the names, but they know how to play. So, so last one that I wanted to to talk about here is one that oh, definitely needs addressing, Lord. and that is Kansas City. The Kansas City Swifties come <laughs> into Green Bay, and they think they can come into our house. Oh my goodness! And I punk us am- out. I am still are first of all, my my first question is, are you ready for your sandwich? I was kind of hoping you would have forgotten about it. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Because this, the first thing I thought of when you brought up this game earlier was, oh crap, we have a sandwich to make. All right. So make sure you post that. Unfortunately, America- I may have I may have uh told somebody on this show that if if Green Bay beat both the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. I would order a Subway sandwich and let you guys pick what goes on it, and I would eat it. I get to veto one ingredient, though. There is one ingredient I will not eat. What's I that? will eat, and I'm not going to say because it may not show up. Oh come on, tell us what it is. There is no. I'm not. I am not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. We're just going to wow. put it up there. But I get to veto one ingredient. What don't you like? I I I'm not going to say. Okay. There's one thing I cannot tolerate. I'll be honest. When you made that predicament or that promise a couple of weeks ago, I thought there was no way. Oh, I thought I was so incredibly safe. I was like, (laughs) there's no way we could possibly, you know, we could possibly, you know, be in this situation. And yet here we are in this situation. I mean, it's a good situation to be in. I was going to say, are you really complaining? First of all, it's a Subway sandwich. I mean... There's one ingredient I can't stand, though, and this thing could get pretty nasty. Hopefully nobody watches our story. No, no, I'm going I am going to make sure that people see this. Okay, well, soliciting answers. Here's the deal with Green Bay. We have a decent defense, and I've said this on the show. I, I am on record saying that we have a decent defense, but Joe Barry sucks and he's holding us back because we have such good players, but we can never put it all together. But right now. Despite Joe Barry, the defense seems to be doing okay. I mean, we held Kansas City to 19 points. I think we're doing okay. We held Kansas City with Taylor Swift in the audience to 19 points. That's pretty good by me. Okay? Come on. Absolutely. You take that every day. I'll take it. The game was well officiated until about the last two minutes. In the last two minutes, I don't know what happened. But all the refs collectively lost their minds. There was a hit against, uh, there was a hit on uh, Mahomes that was Mm -hmm. absolutely inbounds, but they called unnecessary roughness, roughing the passer, which stopped the clock and moved them uh, 15 15 yards closer. Mm -hmm. After that, we then tackled one of their players inbounds, but that, like, well, we, we, we had him forward progress. But he, yeah. like, with the forward progress, even though we had forward progress, he, like, reached the ball out of bounds or something like that, and they gave him an out of bounds. 
They were like, no, it was forward progress inbounds. So they stopped the clock again, even though they didn't have any timeouts. Then they deep bomb it to MVS. You know MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Yeah. The man yeah, who can't hands. catch? Yep. Yeah, brick hands. The most egregious pass interference. <laughs> he was literally riding piggyback. Yes, riding piggyback on MVS, and the refs didn't call it. I did hear why they call. why they didn't call it, though. Did you hear why they didn't call that? I'd like to hear this. No, I did not. Because they were throwing the MVS, and so it was deemed uncatchable anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Oh! Get body. Super egregious penalty there. And then everybody wanted to complain about the Hail Mary right at the end, saying that, oh, there should have been pass interference on that. I didn't really see anything. It's one of those, it was kind of like, they're never going to call a pass interference on a Hail Mary play like that. Never. So it was. It was more than it was okay. Like that one I thought was a little bad, but there was a ton, four missed calls at least, like big missed calls right there at the end of that game. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened to the refs, but it was terrible. Now, it's time that people start waking up and admitting that the Packers kind of turned things around. Oh, 100%. You know, the old, out of the last five games, no, four games, uh, two, three, yeah, four games, we have beaten the Chargers the Lions, Kansas City, and lost to the Steelers. The Steelers one kind of stings, but yeah, we're, 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 <laughs> we're still pretty incompetent then. But like <laughs> things are starting to click. Like You can see yeah, yeah. it. I don't know field. how much you want to claim Offense. the Chargers either at this point. So Yeah, 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 yeah. The but last still, two were impressive, bar none. Yeah. So we'll just two two impressive either way. And now we've got one of the easiest schedules from here on out. It's the NFL. Anything can happen every, just any week. We could easily lose to the Giants this coming Monday night. But I don't think we're going to. And That's we're really starting to click and get to get our team right at the right time of the year. So Packers are currently in the playoffs right now, and I'm loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-da. I think it's great. Up. Like, I I don't want to take anything away from the Packers um, because not very many people gave them a chance. Um, it was in Lambeau. And Jordan Love has been playing better. Like, every week he's looking better. But I got to say, this says to me a lot about Kansas City and how I hope people are starting to realize that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey can't do everything. Mm -hmm. I know that Pacheco had a great game and then got ejected at the end for... Yeah, for, for that, punching that a guy in the helmet. Punch Why do you, you didn't do anything to him either? Because like, he swung this punch. It's like you hit him in the helmet. That's going to hurt your fist more than him. And exactly. huge hats off. Okay, Nixon, two biggest plays. And even LaFleur said this in his post-game uh, locker room speech. Two big plays. Number one was the interception on uh, Mahomes. Because we, we weren't really stopping them much. Uh, the game went quick because like the drive just took forever. Uh, he stopped him here. Interception. So that was a really big deal. And then Pachenko threw that punch, and he did not punch him back. Yeah, that was, was like, important. Nope. Yeah, super important. That was a huge penalty that backed them up 15. Really big deal. So hats off to Nixon. He definitely deserved the game ball that he got. Uh, the Chiefs, talking about the Chiefs, they have not looked especially good over the past couple weeks because they had that loss to the Broncos 24-9. Uh, to uh, I guess they beat the Dolphins by a touchdown, so good on them. They lost to the Eagles, uh, beat the Raiders, and now lost to the Packers. They've been showing their weaknesses of late. They're coming up on the Bills, which that 
could go either way. I feel like even though the Bills are not playing well right <laughs> Honestly, now, I feel like the Chiefs and the Bills are the same team. They're both 100%. not playing well right now. That game could be like, and it's in Arrowhead. So I, I mean, I'd be really honest. I know the Chiefs did not look good in this game, but I don't you think, think that's I'd want to be the Bills. I don't think I'd want to be the Bills right now. Like I think they're going to kick the Bills' tails from here back to Buffalo. Uh, okay, I, I, I we'll wouldn't want to be the Bills right now. So. But it doesn't oh, well, matter. I mean, they finish out against Raider, Patriots, Raiders, Bengals, Chargers. I mean, that's a pretty yeah, that's kind of pretty up. simple schedule for them. So I think the 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 Chiefs have a chance to get right, but we need to see it happen. It's not going to happen just by itself because they go into the playoffs. Um, they're definitely so, not going to have a bye at this point. I don't. Do think. you remember? Do you remember like two weeks ago when we said that the NFC was pretty much set and the only thing that was going to change was seating? And then it was pretty much done. Since then, the Packers have come in and taken over that seventh seed. And now all of a sudden, the bottom two wildcard teams, six and seven, I've got the Vikings at six and six, the Packers at six and six, the Rams at six and six, the CL Seahawks at six and six, and the Buccaneers at five and seven, Saints at five and seven. That thing is wide open. Last week. Uh, we talked about the AFC side of things and we said, who's going to stay in and who's going to go out. Do you remember who you took? I took, Oh man, who did I take? I don't even remember. Did I I say the Browns? I think I took Colts Browns. No, I think think you took Steelers, Texans, Browns. I think. Yeah. Steelers, Texans, Browns. I think. No, I think I, think I said I took... Broncos. Did you say Broncos? I think I said Steelers, Texans, Broncos, I think. I think I said, oh, gosh, we're going to have to go look that up because I'm really curious now how it's shaping up right now. I'm really curious what you said because you still got the Texans looking better. Browns are definitely falling. They lost to the Rams this week. I don't think that they're going to make it anymore. Steelers, for sure, I don't think you're going to make it now with Kenny no. Pickett out. No. So. I think both of those two teams, both the Steelers and the Browns, fall out. The only thing is, all right. Final story: we play the Patriots on Thursday night. That's going to be, bar none, the worst game of the year. Oh yeah, it's going to be totally. You think it's going to be worse? It than might six be to three to two final. Mm-hmm. Could be game. awful. So bad. Like I apologize. I don't want to watch this. I'm not going to watch it. I can't. Like I need to enjoy my Thursday night, and that will not be a part of it. Um, can I just say this about the Browns? We're not talking about the Browns. They did get blown out by the Rams. They started Joe Flacco in this game, and he looked serviceable. Like, he was not the reason that they lost this game. He did throw a pick late, and, and so that was a problem, obviously. But that just boggles my mind that you would sign Joe Flacco off the couch, and he could come in and be a serviceable NFL quarterback, and yet the Jets are trying to go back to Zach Wilson to get him to start hear, as hear that bad Zach as he was, even, and he's he refusing, want to. and yet Joe Flacco played quarterback for your team. What are you doing, Jets? Dude, the, uh, um, well, number one, probably because they have such a trash offensive line, he knows as soon as he steps in there, he's going to get hurt. That that's thing's true. a dumpster they probably fire right now. Him. Yeah. That, that's the, well, that's another thing I said when Rodgers went there in the first place. I said that he's not going to last. I said that their offensive line is so bad, he's going to get sacked and get hurt. And what happened? They got sacked and got hurt. Uh, did you hear that they're trying to get uh, Zach Wilson to start and he doesn't even want to? 
Yeah, that's why I just like said. they're trying to go back to him. And he's like, eh, I don't know about that. Like yeah. Rogers is trying to convince him to start. Uh, okay, one know. more thing I want to talk about before we go to the two minute. Uh, did you remember that that uh, that video of the the backflip that uh, Tyree killed did? Remember how he grabbed the guy's phone in the end zone yes. and he took a video of himself doing yes. the backflip, and then like they mm-hmm. showed it. The NFL posted it on their Instagram. They showed it everywhere. Yep. Do you hear what happened? That mm-hmm. guy got fired. Oh, really? The NFL fired that guy for letting Tyreek take the the phone and do that flip. He didn't know what was going to happen. He was just like an intern or something like that. The NFL fired him for that. That is the most classless thing I think I've ever heard. Because if you're the NFL and you take that video, you post it everywhere. You're like, look how cool this is. And you show it off. And then you turn around and fire that guy. I mean, that's classic What the NFL, heck, NFL? Right? That's just classic NFL. This is the same I mean, league that's t- going to ban the tush push. They should not ban the tush push. I agree with also, you. Also, uh, uh, so <laughs> Chris Collinsworth called it the love shove when we did it. <laughs> oh, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, uh, the tush man. push, the brotherly shove, the love shove. I mean, whatever it is. Hey, I whatever it works. Funny. I agree. It shouldn't be, but it's probably going to be because Roger Goodell hates fun. Now to bring us to the two-minute warning. Ah, the two-minute warning. Good thing there aren't a lot of brains in there taking up room. All right, Jason. As you know, the NFL can be very, very uh, turbulent uh, over the course of a year. And you look like a man who knows a lot about football, so I'm going to test your knowledge. I'm going to ask you to name the quarterback, the current starting quarterback, for a number of NFL teams. Do you okay. think that right. you, as a fan of the NFL, are able to do this? I feel pretty confident about this. All right, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and warm you up. I'm going to warm you up with a couple softballs. Okay. What is the current starting, starting quarterback of the Cleveland Browns? That would be Joe Flacco. All right, very good. What is the current starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers? That would be Mitchell Trubisky. There we go, time. two for two. I like to not All right. say that. Uh, who is the current starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders? That would be uh, Aiden oh, O'Connell. Yes, good job, Whoa! dude. I, I did oh, not get that one. I did not get that one. All right, current starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. Shake Browning. That is correct. Dang, dude. I did not get the Raiders. I think I got every other one except the Raiders. All right. Current starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Josh Dobbs. Correct. All right. That was uh, I was hoping it would be. <laughs> All right. So you did pretty well on quarterbacks. I want okay. you to see the next, this next part. I want you to name a single wide receiver on one okay. of these teams. Okay. Can right. you name a single wide receiver on the New York Giants? The New York Giants have Isaiah Hodgins. Wow. I don't know how you got him out of all the yeah, people buddy. you could have gotten. But all right. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Hodgins. Yes, that's correct. You got one. All right. Can you name a wide receiver on the Carolina Panthers? That would be Adam Thielen. 
Yes, everybody goes there, even if it's his first year there. Everybody picks Adam Thielen. Yeah. Okay, aside from man. Adam Thielen, can you name a single other wide receiver? Uh, LaVisca Chenault Jr. LaVisca Chenault Jr. Oh, wow, you're right. He's on IR. <laughs> How'd you know him? <laughs> He's yeah. on injured reserve. How the heck did you know him? I've never heard of this guy in my life. All right. Former Jacksonville Jaguar. All right. Can you name a single wide receiver on the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, Greg Dorch. Yeah, Greg Dorch. All right. Uh, last one. Name me a wide receiver on the New England Patriots. Uh, Devontae Parker. That's right. You got Devontae Parker. Isn't yeah. Kendrick Bourne? Where's Kuch Kendrick Bourne? Oh, yeah, Kendrick Bourne is yeah, Kendrick That's Bourne. the only one I could think of was yep, Kendrick yep. Bourne. Demario Not Douglas. bad, Jason. Oh! Uh, I, so did I get did I get a perfect score on that? You got a perfect score on this. Whoa, right, yeah, the boy! <laughs> those yeah, are all boy. the ones. Those are one ones I missed. I was asked to name one of those for every single NFL team, and those were the only ones I missed. Well, no, I got those Carolina. Missed, huh? I got Carolina, well, I and I got New England. Myself, then. I didn't get the Giants. And I didn't get Arizona. Those are the two I missed. And then I didn't get Adrian O'Connell. So congratulations on that one. Hey, I feel pretty good about myself. But you're a pretty smart guy, so. All right, everybody. Thanks for being us for this for week 13. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 4th and Short Podcast. Join the conversation and follow us on Instagram at 4th and Short Podcast. Is he on your fantasy team? Yes. He He's got two like carries. And Chase Brown has five. Chase Brown. Ooh!